Yes. All right, yeah, listen to the bro true. show. Today's recording is Christian. Welcome back, Christian and Alan and Paul. And today's date is October mm-hmm. 10. Happy anniversary to you, Christian. Yeah, I got my uh, my best man and my uh, official officiant uh, on the line. This is kind of cool. So we're still here. We made it seven yes. years, guys. Happy anniversary yes. to you guys. <laughs> that, that's what you're talking about. Oh yeah, yeah. Also, my wife. That's true. Oh yes. Did you have to bring her into this? Like, we probably so, made someone it. right now is looking for episodes from us seven years ago. Like, wait a minute. They've been on the air for seven years. <laughs> yeah, no, not <laughs> no. That t- that would take a lot more work. That's that's gonna take some time. But actually, you know, it's funny. I probably podcasted, like, started doing podcasting in general about seven years ago. You think? Um, I think because it was that, back when I, I was in California. That, yeah, like the first iteration of of uh, a show. That was, was probably longer than that. It so, was like uh, more than seven years ago. Maybe eight years ago. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Oh, maybe almost 10 years yeah. ago, actually. Jeez. So, uh, I, I started podcasting 2008. Oh, you remember the date so, yeah. that you, your first podcast? Not the date, but just around the year. Cause, oh, really? Yeah, because I was in California that year. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, it's a thing. It's, it's it's good. I feel good. I don't feel like seven years has gone by. How about you guys? Um, seven years. Oh, for as far seven, as being, you gotta remember. As, as far as being married, seven years. As I, I guess so. Or, I was gonna say I've been married for about that. I've been married for about that long too. Yeah, we're all about the same. So, uh, how, how's it feel, guys? Yeah. Not, not to put anybody on the spot. Seven or year itch isn't it? Isn't that supposed to be a thing? Mm. I don't know. Part of me thinks it is kind of a thing. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Yep. I don't. I don't love my wife any less, but it's definitely a different marriage now than it was. In year zero. You're like I definitely. You're like, and I definitely don't love her anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> that was coming. <laughs> well, how can you get more full Alan than full? Set so, me up. Know, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. cup is full. I mean, like, get, I want more than full. Than what's I more can. than a hundred? It's like I love. I loved her at a hundred percent. Like you can't love more than a hundred percent. It's mathematically impossible. <laughs> so exactly. So. uh yeah. yeah. No, the seven-year itch. Um, I can imagine it being a, a thing in terms of. Well, I I think for me I could probably relate to it more like when the kids were younger, and they were needing so much more attention. Then it was just like, oh god, this is tough. Um, so I think, and maybe that's when people start having kids. Maybe on the average, like some longer, some shorter, but maybe some that's a lot what it is. shorter. I think. And some uh, never a lot never so there you go yeah averages out I guess so I mean I I feel like it's different I just don't know if I'm gonna look back after like thirty years and say oh man that seventh one that was a doozy yeah I don't think it but I don't know it's like the uh, whatever traps are gonna be set for you it's not like it's gonna be a slow burn it's gonna be like a progressive like five fuck ups in a row that would just be like oh shit how did I find myself here. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's what I think. That's what yeah. I think. The uh, when they talk about the seven year itch, I don't think you've been holding out for six years, and then like seventh year, you're like, "Fuck it," and then you just like go all nuts and stuff. I don't, you know yeah. what? That just boggles my mind how people can go seven years of being unhappy before figuring out. You know what? It's it's that fucking person 
in the bed next to me. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, like forget all the oh, shit that now. I have okay. unfulfilled in my life. Forget all this unfulfilled shit in my life. It's this motherfucker. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, so I, I think it's uh, or also maybe like you, you have things that you're working on and then um, at a certain point you either have dropped those things or you've achieved those things. And now you're at a sort of like a what now state because it's almost like a senioritis for relationships. Hmm. You're like, all right, well, we got a, uh, we're doing well, good. So now what? Like, what's going on? And then maybe you get complacent. It's a, yeah, it's a big now what. So. <laughs> oh my god. Mm-hmm. That'd be, Welcome that's... to the big now what. <laughs> yeah. Now what? Seven years? Now what? Fuck. <laughs> well, not not now what? Fuck, but like. Uh, now what because we set out to do certain things let's say like let's say you have like a five-year plan right um for people who make plans that is but like let's say you have a five-year plan whether it's it's written down or it's in your head well it's it's been two years since that five-year plan so you either like shat or you got off the pot so you're either not doing those things anymore and it's now what or you have done those things and it's like all right well we've done those things now what so i we i was looking at some i remember oh go ahead Huh? I was just gonna. Um, I remember the. Um, I had a thing about eleventh grade back when I was in high school. Like I, I heard things about eleventh grade being the hardest one. Mm-hmm. And for me, I I agree. Like in, even in retrospect, I agree. But it wasn't really school related. The stuff I was going through, like life wise, eleventh grade was kind of a bad year. And I wonder if if I just saw it that way because of my like preconceived notion or if it was a coincidence or whatever the case but i did feel some stuff like that for me like this year too like i i kept reminding myself like huh so this is seven years this is seven years and like i wonder if i would have even thought those things if i didn't previously hear of this seven year itch but there was some work stuff there was some kids stuff there was some uh family stuff and i'm like i wonder if this is what they're talking about when it comes to the seven year itch if this is related or not or if, or if I if I like spoke it into existence because just because of what my mind was trying to tell me it was playing tricks on me you know oh like yeah, uh, I, self I like self you. like self fulfilling prophecy kind of shit something like that yeah I mean for so for me it was like at work we were going through this really weird period where we were working a ton of overtime which is not bad pay wise but. Um, like with the hours that I was working and the kind of work-related stress that I was having at the time, plus the overtime, it was like this trifecta of issues that it was it was making me um, making me think of working a different way. And then on top of that, like I had a new baby, and um, my wife was uh, her work was also putting in different pressures on her because she had just become a regular. Um, and she went from temporary status to permanent status, so there was some different issues there. So there was a lot of things hitting us at one time. And I don't know if, again, if it was me just um, compounding the issue by labeling labeling it with a seven-year itch, or if it was like, huh, maybe this is what they were talking about. The, the, the answer, answer yes. could be yes. <laughs> Meaning that, like, if you think it affects you, then it will affect you. And if you think it's bullshit, then it's bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're correct. Kind of like that. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Yeah. That quote. (laughs) Yeah, that's probably. So it's sort of that same thing. 
Do you remember talking to me one time um, about superstition a bit? Or I wouldn't say so. Superstition could be just an offensive way of saying somebody else's beliefs, you know, um, which you may call superstition because you don't believe them or whatever coincidences. So um, having to do with like having a good year or a bad year or something like that. Uh, I remember. I don't know if you, you might I, want to recall. I remember a yeah. conversation like that. Yeah. Yeah. So like how that actually that wasn't this year was it or was that last year or? Uh, I think that was last for year. Me. Yeah. yeah, I would say, for me, I think this year was better than last year. I would say that. I mean, this year so far, unless okay. the train hits me tomorrow or something. But so, like, can you fill everybody in on the story that I'm talking about? Like, um, uh, that, do you remember that conversation? Yeah, I wish I could, but maybe you can fill okay. us in. And what okay. do you remember? <laughs> I'll start. I'll start filling you in. I'll start filling you in, and then you can fill in the blank. I was like, can you lead him any harder? Yeah, exactly. Like, Here's the lead. I'm not the- Here's the handoff. Can you go ahead and fill us, fill, fill me in on that thing we were talking about here's that you're the, supposed to remember that I can be Here's the remember? proverbial football. You're like, what's football? <laughs> <laughs> like, just... <laughs> I don't Jesus know. Do I kick this? What do I do? <laughs> hey, can we play that game that we both talked about back in seventh grade? Yeah, that, that, yeah that absolutely. We made up Let's the rules. It. Yeah, uh, we, what game we was that again? The rules that one time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, yeah, I think that's what we named it. What was it called? Yeah, it that's called, what it was, it was called. called. What's it? What's it called? So, so um, I got a call from Alan one time, and um, we were talking about how it was some. It was like a Chinese New Year or Asian New Year or whatever that came up, and um, basically he had been informed. Yes. Okay, I remember now. I remember now. There you go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the lead. Now, like, there's, I'm like, how in the world now? Like, that's what triggered it? Chinese New Year. Yes. Yes. It's like, not only am I handing that's the football to awesome. the running back, I'm having to point to the direction where he's supposed to go. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the ball. <laughs> that way. That way. Between the, bo- the between the blockers. Let's go. I'll just, I'll just, uh, I'll just go with you. I'll lead block Avoid that you. guy. He, there's another guy in another jersey. Don't run towards him. Actually, you run away from him, but in that direction. So, <laughs> all right. Here, let me Dear show Lord. you. Let me show you, and then let me run back to you and give you the ball, so you can now do it all over. Don't worry, we got three chances at this. Three chances at this. Yeah. <laughs> and then maybe a fourth, depending on who the uh, coach is. Fucking tangent. All, all right. right. So Chinese New Year, yeah. So the conversation was that. Um, there's different animals that represent the different years for Chinese New Year, right? And then each, um, and then everybody, depending on their birth year, like, represents that animal. So certain years are good and bad luck for certain animals. So, like, last year was supposed to be bad luck for the year that I was born. So, like, I was supposed to be bad luck for last year, is the short story. For a fucking year, dude. Like... What do I do? Do I just, you know, like, take some cough drops or something? No, you're fucked for a year. You know, it's like, oh. that kind of shit, <laughs> right. like, I think about who wrote that. The guy who wrote that didn't have texting. You know, like, yeah. he didn't have texting, he didn't have Facebook, he had a bunch, like, there's no way. A year. A goddamn fucking year. No. That yeah. obviously yeah. dated. What a dick. Like, that is a dick move, right? <laughs> <laughs> and so, and, and um, so I didn't really believe it, but um, 
I do believe in family. And so if my family believes something of the sort, then I guess to some degree I'm I'm game. I'll play along because I'm not just going to go rogue and say because I don't believe it, then no, nothing what you guys say matters. Because the truth is there are certain things mm-hmm. that certain people say that matter, like you guys, like my family, like my close friends. I mean, I'd like to think that I don't think what... I'd like to think that I don't care what strangers say, but I would be naive to think that I don't care what anyone says because there are some people that I care what they say. So some of those people were telling me about this Chinese New Year thing. And um, yeah, that was the start of the conversation. I don't remember where we spiderwebbed from there, but um, yeah, there were like these different life changes that maybe we were considering and we're like, well... If Alan's in the center of them, then maybe we should hold off for 12 months. <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Sleep on it. Well, because I was going to ask you, because uh, I don't know if that if that played in your mind throughout the year. Uh, like, did you ever go back to it? Or were you just, you, after that kind of one or conversation, maybe like for a couple days, you were miffed or you were like kind of, uh, wrestling with it, and then after that, you um, just kind of put I it think behind in you and then totally forgot about what it. What happened was, it it just made some of the petty arguments make more sense. Like I don't think it really affected what we did or how things played out, but mm-hmm. because I knew that about um, the people that were saying that, then I was like, oh, okay, that's why they're saying this. Like this makes sense to me now because from their from their point of view, they're seeing things this way, and I think vice versa. I'd like to think vice versa. Like okay, because maybe those people think that maybe because they know that I, I, I have I'm, I have not I'd never heard of this until today until now, then maybe that's why they think I'm so, um, I'm so blind to some of these type of beliefs, ideas, superstitions, whatever you you know what have you, so. It, it just made the communication a little bit more yep. um, smooth and a little bit more um, composed. And But as far as like whether it altered the direction of our future, I doubt it. I don't think so. In fact, mm-hmm. I didn't even... I mean, it was so far off base that I, you had to remind right. me about it now. So thinking about that, like... So it's not like I've been thinking about yeah, it for the whole thinking, 12 thinking months. Thinking about that then, like wh- what would make seven-year itch any different then? Except, like, maybe that's a you hold more to that belief um, than whatever, nothing. right? No. I think so. Yeah, the only, and I think the only reason we're talking about it now is just because of it's, it's for your anniversary, and just coincidentally we're recording oh. on that day. But yeah, for, through the course of the year, I don't think we're gonna be yeah, like, yeah, remember, yeah. we're recording this in the year of the seven years. So you're just, are you trying to cheer me up? Then was that what the whole shit was? Like, in the festive spirit of seven years anniversary. <laughs> Good luck, motherfucker. <laughs> Wait, I did, did, I'm, this also brings up another question, dude. It's your yeah. anniversary tonight. Yeah, what am I doing with you guys, oh, huh? Yeah. What, what are you doing? What What better way to spend your anniversary? Yeah, what are you the fuck are you doing with this? Hey, so, like, oh, exactly. I should be well, at, remember, like, like, in bed banging my ma- wife, basically. Well, maybe, like, staking a dick suck, but, I mean, you know. Well, that's March 14th. You know oh, that. Yeah, Come on. Right. So, <laughs> I mean, look it up. It's the internet says so too. So yeah. you know, steak and BJ day. That's true. Um, yeah. So I mean, we we had a pleasant. Lo- oh, we had. Hey, hold on. We had a pleasant lunch at BJ's. So there you go. <laughs> 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 uh, loophole. Loophole. Just, Did you order steak? No, no, we didn't actually. <laughs> 
We did not. So yeah, that that analogy uh, falls so. apart very quickly. Now I feel kind of depressed because it's like the lamest version of a BJ story ever told. Ah, <laughs> sad. That's what that's what you're gonna get on March 14. Yeah. Hey, guess what? <laughs> what guess what you're getting? I got, BJ. I got your steak at BJ's. It's like uh, gift card, gift card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like just the right amount of like the, just the right amount of money for uh, a pizuki, no ice cream. Like exactly, <laughs> <laughs> just the pizuki, no ice cream. Whatever, yeah, whatever you want. So, do they do that? Pizuki, no ice cream. I didn't know that. No. Okay. No, there's no way. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I hope not. Why would oh, you get it like Paul, that? <laughs> sorry, I took I took Paul seriously because he's my food aficionado. Oh my sorry, but. That was just oh a straight God. troll. All right, yeah. never mind. I did get a pizuki for three dollars though. That was nice. So mm, they're on from, special. How the hell did you work that in? No, that was just—they told me that's how they worked it in. I was—I had a charming face, and they were just like, "We should tell them." So, all right, three dollar pizuki today <laughs> for we you. Tell them. Yeah, we should tell them. That's that's the, <laughs> that's the face I give like to people, and they're just like, "Yeah, we should probably tell them." Oh, okay. he, he, He's not going to retaliate, so yeah. So, uh, I don't know. Maybe it's nationwide or something, because BJ's is a California thing, so go check well, it out. Cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, not for the people listening, because it'll be a month from now, so fuck the, those guys, the B, I guess. The, the BJ's out here, in like the one next to our office, sucks mm-hmm. so hard. Like, Oh, no. It's one of those things where it's, you know, like there's a restaurant where you're like, I'm going to give it one more chance. You know, I'll give it one more chance. And every single time you go, it's like, God, you guys blew it again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the service yeah, here yeah. sucks. You, yep. you got you got shit wrong again. You know, uh, it took you 25 minutes to find us for water. You know, I'm like, why do we keep coming here and putting ourselves through this shit? I That's don't know. Crazy. So yeah. we do not go to BJ's out here anymore. It It's that It's funny because... Like our, but but are you the same as me who hears a lot of positive things about BJ's? Oh, people I, love. Oh, I, I go for the bazookies all the time. I love their craft yeah, beer. Like that I, Tatanka Stout is fucking amazing. I'm like, yeah, if you yeah. can get one, for fuck's sake. <laughs> you know, because that's because that's me. Like that's how I feel about BJ's. I'm one of those guys. Like I like the sampler uh, beers that they give you. I like the bazookies. I like I like all everything on the menu. I like how it's decorated. I like the service. I like everything. That on Veterans Day they have a menu. And like, so I'm one of those guys that's pumping up BJ's for you, and you're probably like, man, you bunch of liars. Well, you, <laughs> it's all a conspiracy against my me. My thing is just like every single time I've gone to BJ's, nah. the service has sucked so hard. I'm just, you know, I'm like, <laughs> I understand I'm a minority, but let's not even put, like, Jesus Christ, you know, this isn't fair. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, I, there's we have they, we have an Italian restaurant called Magiano's. Oh yeah, that's a chain. That's a chain. Kind of nationwide. Yeah. You guys, you guys have heard? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Maggi- so yep. I, that's how I, like, Maggiano's it. to me is your BJ's because we just went for my birthday and I've never been before. And um, I keep hearing about how great Maggiano's is and I'm like, man, we got to try it. And I, I like Italian food, you know? And so we went and I took like us, us four plus the two grandmas, so like six of us. Uh, it was like a Sunday evening. Um, but we, we didn't have a reservation because we never do for anything. And so we had to wait like an hour. But we figured like uh, it's not really time to go anywhere else right now because everywhere's might be an hour. So we waited, and I kind of it was like, it was my birthday, so I was like I kind of want to wait. I, I've been waiting. I've been looking forward to trying this Magiano's thing, 
So the long wait by itself wouldn't have been that bad. But then, like, stuff just started happening. Like, one thing led to another, and then all these things that weren't that big a deal kind yeah. of mounted up to a big deal <laughs> to where, like, even even when... And then by the time that I ordered... Now, here's me playing tricks on my mind again. Like, the food wasn't that good. I'm like, dude, no way. E- even the chef, even the cooks <laughs> made on this thing? I thought it was just the service, but Jesus. <laughs> so, so back up. What was it? What was it? What was a okay, series so of was, uh, unfortunate the, events? The long wait was the one, right? And then um, the the kids were getting rowdy. You know how it is with the young, two young kids, like having to chase them around. They're they're getting rowdy. Yeah, they have a limit. Hungry. Yeah. And then um, the younger one, she starts making a mess. But again, it un- it's not unexpected. Like she usually does. But after a long wait, it's, it's kind of a, it's it's kind mm-hmm. of a, it's it's another thing to add. You know, another domino to fall. And then uh, we asked mm-hmm. somebody else for um, more straws because they only put straws in the kids' cups. Um, he didn't come back. And then finally, we asked somebody else for more for like, hey, I need a straw, please. Well, the guy came back with one straw instead of a table full of straws. So that was like. Why didn't you just come back with a fistful of straws? What do you do? Ask for it again? <laughs> yeah. And then you be like, "Hey, this this is good. So can you like do it again, like Make four, four more times, please?" Of <laughs> and then, oh, um, dude, we have. And then, so hold on, guess so. Okay. Okay. Because I just remembered one more. So and, um, a, a few of those, like so. And then my daughter, like, uh, she made a joke about how, man, you have a big tummy. Like after we were done eating, you have a big tummy. I'm like, yeah, you're right. And then she slapped my tummy. Like, man, oh, it hurt. I I just ate, dude. <laughs> and like, she That's didn't mean anything hilarious. by it. But, like, <laughs> That's fucking and hilarious. Then, and then and then um and then so we're it. We had a long wait for the bill to come. Now I'm just kind of ready to leave. But then my wife says, um. Uh, you know, it's his birthday, so can we get like a cake or something? Like it was there was nothing surprising about it or anything, right? <laughs> and uh, and so and and so Awkward. now I'm now I'm kind, I'm kind of now I'm kind of over it, Jeez. but I kind of don't want to be like the party pooper, you know? So I'm like, oh, okay, let's get the cake. And then so the guy brings the menu, yeah. like the dessert menu. I hand it over to my wife, and she goes, no, you pick it. It's your birthday. I'm like, I'm not even the one that wanted the cake. If I'm going to pick something, I'm going to pick the bill. <laughs> Just give me the bill. <laughs> so, yeah. so but anyway, again, trying to be a good sport, you know. Um, and then so I, I ended up picking something, and he's and then the guy's, like, telling me, all right, we have, I guess at Maggiano, they have, like, a single serving size or, like, a group size, right? And uh, so he's telling me these things. But he's telling me, yeah, this one's a little more expensive, but it's for the whole group. So I'm pretty sure. So now what happens is what I was afraid was going to happen. They charge us for the dessert. Like it wasn't even like an on the house thing. And so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so oh, they boned you. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, boned you. I mean, that was basically the last straw. The, well, there, this, I mean, there was, was it the straw you did. Wait, was the last straw the one you didn't get? Yeah. Yeah. Or... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh! You know what? They got out of bags too. Yeah. Like our to-go orders. <laughs> hey, can excuse me, sir? Can you just make a cup like this? Can you just do this? If for for all our podcasters, I'm, I'm making a big bowl with my hands. <laughs> like the like the Allstate. You're like me. You're making the like you're in good hands with yeah. Allstate gesture. <laughs> Freaking uh, Robert, like the, the dude. The, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. So how, so how do they? Uh, yeah. Can you please uh, place your your hands in, in a bowl. 
So I don't, so everyone else we everyone else we saw because again we yeah, waited an hour crazy... to begin with, right? So we must have seen like mm-hmm. fifteen groups of people leaving their tables with to-go bags, <laughs> and then now he brings out four to-go trays and says, "Oh yeah, we ran out of bags." I'm Thank like, you, dickhead. Great. I mean, again, just <laughs> one thing after another. So, and and I and I'm. I don't. I think if I were the type of person that complains, I probably would have said something the first time. But now I kind of wish I was the type of person that complains, because then I feel like I just kind of got stepped on. You know, like oh, see, my wife is the kind of person that complains. Oh like, yeah, I re- she has no problem rocking rocking that. I remember. <laughs> another story another story what do you remember oh where were we at the uh yeah, the aquarium so they, right was that the, the aquarium yeah that, that lady was trying to offer yeah. her like a, a membership or what do they call those like a if you want to be a member here you know you get like first priority dining and, and discounts and then she's like <laughs> she gave the fart noise to the waitress <laughs> <laughs> about that oh my god i totally forgot about that she looked dead in the eye too she did one of these she did one of these i don't know if you can see me in the in the she's like she's just like she's like she's like mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just like the way she's like okay so you don't want the uh, Premium membership. All right, yeah. Jesus. Well, in her defense, in her defense, I, we were we were all trying to be, we were all trying to like respectfully decline, but then she kept on like hard selling. You know, we're like, no, that's fine. Are yeah. you sure? Because she came back. look, we there's it works in California too, and you know it's it's like good forever, and you know you if you just use it one time, it pays for itself. So then, yeah, then it, yeah. it kind of forced her into the next level yeah. and she's just like fuck this <laughs> uh, sound t- she doesn't sound like she doesn't seem like the kind of person who does, needs to be forced very hard into oh the yeah level. if she doesn't if she doesn't want something it's a stiff breeze yeah put you to the next level which is fine no. so, yeah I mean, I mean this is why we're married so well I wish yeah I wish she was there at Magiano's with so us. I have so BJ's <laughs> is notorious for me. It's like BJ's is notoriously bad, like so bad that we don't go back anymore. The one in Westlake, but there are times. There's a couple places we go mm-hmm. where, um, like ninety five, ninety seven percent of the time we get great service. But then, if it's not great service, it's like the other end of the fucking spectrum, and that's uh, Cheesecake Uh-oh. Factory. It's like usually we go there no problems, but then we go there often because they're the, one of the only restaurants in this area that's open past uh, ten o'clock. So me and Tiana will be getting Cheesecake Factory or yeah, BJ's. We'll, uh, no Cheesecake Factory. No, we won't go with BJ's. Okay. Um, Cheesecake Factory. They're they're open till I think eleven or twelve, depending. And like we'll get done with consults around ten o'clock. You know, editing photos around ten. Like let's go eat. You know, everything's closed, so we'll just go to Cheesecake Factory. Yeah. And uh, like I said, most times good, but then there's times we're just like. Is this the same fucking restaurant? <laughs> or did 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 they? Is it like bring your kid to fucking school or bring your kid to to to, mm-hmm. to work to and work like or something? The yeah. kids are cooking because like this is all off. So you're talking you know, about the food quality also, yeah. not just the service. Yeah, 
Yeah, but I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I love Cheesecake Factory. Um, we 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 love going there. It's just there's some times where it's just off, you know. And it's not often. And trust me, we go there. I mm-hmm. like there was a point where we were going like twice a week. Wow. You know. Yeah. So like we yeah. go often. So like a lot of the a lot of the servers, a lot of the hostesses recognize us. They're like, oh, you guys are you know because they'll see me and Scrubs. Because I'll just be heading to the office at that time, and then you know they'll see Tiana in, in sweats, so they thought she just woke up. Like, oh, check it and, out! The um, pajama couple is here. <laughs> exactly. Oh, these guys yeah. don't get out scrubs. Great. Look at this. So yeah, no, it's um, it's yeah, it's it's pretty funny. So um, it's a tough experience, like um, the restaurant. Because it, it, that's what it is. It's an experience. So when you talk about like, oh, the service was bad, but also like the food was bad. It, it's kind of a blend of those things. And your mind puts those things together and probably has a hard time separating um, between the, yeah. the two because it's, it's an overall experience. So, no, yeah. This is where I uh, – like Cheesecake is a, a pretty well-known establishment. And, you know, you expect – it's a step up from your TGI Fridays and, you know, you expect decent service from a place like that, right? That's fair? Yeah, I would say so. Right, mm-hmm, it's, it's mm-hmm. I, you know, it's a step yeah. up. It's like it's like in they and out, like four or five steps up from like an Arby's, right? Okay, okay, fair. Like you expect decent service. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yep. the next place I want to talk about. Now, you would never expect great service. Here's the thing, like I, I you got to give them a chance at least. So, on Tuesdays and Fridays, you can get all you can eat wings at Hooters for like. 14 bucks awesome and and you know that me and my wife put it down okay you know we eat so every now and then we'll go to hooters yes we there's a there's a point where we and they're open till midnight so we get off work late hey we're starving we'll hit up hooters fuck it's tuesday night tonight you know um we'll go to hooters for all you can eat wings Mm -hmm. there's times where it's like great service like you know hey they're attentive um, they, they really work hard to, to make sure that, you know, we're taken care of. But then there's some nights where you just know it's a Tuesday night. You know, it's not like it's football. It's, you, you know, you got, you know, you got the B squad mm-hmm. and they're just bitter. And you're like, it's the same thing. Can I get a straw? <laughs> you know, or my wife's like, can I get a straw? And they come out with a, like a lemon and you're just like, yeah, that's like not even the same ball. You're right. Like, you, you know, like. Uh, even a napkin would have been better than a lemon, like, you know. Or my favorite <laughs> is I went and it's all you can eat wings, right? So you just put in an order and then you just order, you know, the same order, whatever, you know. And I told the girl, I was like, hey, um, can I get the exact same thing? And they're like, yeah, so what do you want? <laughs> um, like, I don't remember. I don't I was remember like, what you got, basically, so I they're get asking you the again. the exact same thing I just ordered. Just hit the repeat button on your menu. Like, I don't. You you wrote it down like wh- what? <laughs> I you wait you expect me to remember like, what I just I like, ate? Like I, come I, on! No, <laughs> it's because she just brought it out. Like I'm like, can you start another order now that you've brought me what I have? Can you just bring me another mm-hmm. one? Oh okay, yeah. and I'm like, because she just told me what I had. Here's your, you know, 10 naked wings uh. with ranch and hot sauce on the side. All right, can you bring me another one just like this, an exact same thing? <laughs> yeah, what do you want? 
you know, and I looked at her confused, and she looked at me like I was the asshole. I'm just like, I, I just asked for the same thing. Well, come on, Paul, just tell her. Just tell her what you want, dude. What's, what's the problem? I don't get it. No, okay. I mean, if that makes me an asshole, I was just like, and then, like, no, it became it one of those things where I could tell she didn't want to come to the table after that. I'm just like, yeah. yo, I just want more fucking wings, the same exact one. Like, because every time I, you order wings, they have to punch it into the machine so it goes into the back. Yeah. So you can look at to see what I just fucking ordered. Yeah, yeah. But, but no, I, I think uh, she, like, I think she, well, she messed up, first of all. But when she messed up, I think she realized that she messed up. But instead of, like, admitting it, she, like, doubled down on the whole, like, you know, like awkwardness vibe and be like, dude, why did you make this awkward? You know, basically like turned it on you so that instead of you thinking she did something wrong, she like did some voodoo magic to make you think you did something wrong. And, um, yeah, that's some huh? bullshit, bro. And so like, it's, it's as if like her awkwardness brought out your awkwardness and then you're like, uh, like what? Like, <laughs> like you just, that does not compute. For me. <laughs> I'm like, I was like upset. I was like, how you just told me my order and you're gonna ask me what I just ordered. But she was trying to play it off like, why are you so upset? Why are you being an asshole right now? Like, why that, are you that's upset I mean, she that I'm a dumbass? Yeah, like she, why are you <laughs> upset that I'm a dumbass? <laughs> no. Oh, and like, like, look, I try, I give everybody a fair chance. And you know, and trust me, there are a fair share of the waitresses at that Hooters that are really nice, intelligent, and have like, they just, they know a thing or two Good about service. customer service. And I'm not yeah. saying, you know, I'm like, Jesus Christ. And then you have some of them that are just like, you could tell they don't want to be there. Mm. I'm just like, and that's not like, don't make that my fault. It's, it's, that's like training day, though. What? That might be training day for them. Yeah. Like, oh, you were late to work three times this week. Guess what? You're working Tuesday night. The all you can eat wings <laughs> night. I don't know why, but I was thinking of Denzel Washington <laughs> fucking training day. <laughs> That's what I thought. I was like, you're going to do this shit me, to me? Let me fucking trading day for them. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, the, the, the Hooters in, um, I don't know if you ever went, Paul, to the Mission Valley Hooters in San Diego. T- Tuesday night is trivia night. They call it TNT, Tuesday night trivia. But, so, the all-star waitresses are, are on that mm-hmm. night. Like, all the good ones are on because, like, they're going to make so many tips. And what impressed me about them is it, there was, it wasn't all you can eat or anything like that, but every time uh, our beer pitcher was empty or every time one of our soda cups were empty, they would know what we were drinking. Yeah, like, that's called customer service. So they're doing the opposite of what you're saying. That's called customer service. <laughs> yes, exactly. I always thought, like, like, dude, how do they know? Like, we, we'd even try to play this game. We're like, dude, drink every last drop of it so that we're, it's, like, completely bone dry. And then they come back with exactly the same one. We're like, man, they're good. Yeah. And the way that that the way that one was, uh, I didn't I didn't know at the time if they were all like this or not. But pretty much every waitress is your waitress. Like they didn't have little sections. Like the 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 one waitress would come by, sign your napkin, and say, okay, let me know if you need anything. And then uh, later another waitress would come by, sign your napkin, let me know if you need anything. So by the end of the meal, the end of the evening, you basically had everybody's all the waitresses um, autographs on your one napkin. And I think they were just going around to like basically every table doing that. Mm-hmm. Now, did you have your napkin in your lap when this happened? No, or? I wish I should have. Oh, okay. huh? <laughs> <laughs> come sign, come sign this one. 
You want to sign this one, guys? This one? Okay, not not to be creepy or anything. So it's sad. <laughs> Sorry. But what I think what you're getting at is that um, there's a there's a bar that is set by these places by by their reputations, right? A BJ's, a, a, a Cheesecake Factory, and maybe on 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 another level or different level, the Hooters, for example, right? And so. Um, if if you're going to have that sort of reputation, then the, you you're really risking a lot, or you 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 can really go nowhere but down if uh, if you really don't meet that bar. Whereas, <clears throat> and and yet you you probably get first dibs at the clientele, but that means you also have first dibs of like messing up. Um, so, I mean, with with, with Hooters, and yeah, I, I think I'm glad I'm not always in the mood for disappointment i guess i should say but like i'm not always in the mood for um going to uh let's say like a higher end place or a place where i'm going to be sat down and 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 expect the service and then just be disappointed um because i because i'm just not so i'd rather like i'm I'm glad i like what i like and then when i'm pleasantly surprised with something then then um it's it's amazing so yeah places with good service like i would love to go back to those places and then but what's weird is the name is so strong that like when you give these other places second chances um then you're like why did i do that <laughs> like it's especially if you're used to something happening previously but it's, it's not the same anymore me, and and then what's hard is making a decision to, to like okay i'm not going to this place anymore no matter what yeah i think what's hard is when know, i was thinking about it. well <laughs> well and it sounds like you've given bj's a fair <laughs> shake though too you didn't just leave after the first time which is which is what I plan on doing with Magianos. I'm hoping we get to go back again because there's no way that everyone else thinks it's good when they, if they had the exp- same experience that we did. So it's it was probably just a, mm-hmm. a, a, a freak occurrence, you know. But um, yeah, I'm, one thing that's so weird with with food service is every experience is different, and we do this thing where we judge the entire establishment based on that one experience, like that one waiter or that one dish that we ordered or the circumstances in which we came into the restaurant or the surrounding customers if we were sitting next to right next to a crying baby or something like now we're like damn it i hate hooters because i just had to sit next to this belligerent drunk and he was yelling the whole time like oh maybe that wasn't hooters fault you know i mean just for example like oh no like no like trust me i understand you know i get that but Uh, to consistently get customer service shit wrong like that that's the kind of shit that drives me insane like that's 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 being <laughs> that takes like work corporate <laughs> well and what i what i was gonna say though i, I was gonna say yeah. i think that's to me wait maybe just speaking for myself sometimes that's why um there's a special place in my heart for like the fast food industry because there's more consistency in it yes i'm not i'm gonna get some pretty crappy food but it's gonna be the same fries i'm gonna get at mcdonald's basically yeah. every time oh yeah no do you, you know, know like I like. I was gonna say I go to KFC, like maybe once a month, right? I consistently uh-huh, yeah. go, maybe sometimes even twice. But yeah. I know it's shitty food. But a leg and a thigh, and their chicken and, <laughs> exactly. and their chicken pot pie just hits the fucking spot for me. Yeah, I. And you and it's and it's dependable. Yeah. It's dependable, you know. It's something that those four or five star establishments can't guarantee, because. You know what you're gonna get when you go to a Taco Bell. You're gonna get the freaking quesadilla that you that might get you salmonella, but yeah, that's what you're gonna that's get. the price you pay. That's the price you pay. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. We we have a guy. But you knew that though. Like, yeah. <laughs> we have a guy at um at our work, and they say he gets KFC like all the time, right? Like in the same order all the time. And there was a story about how one one guy, one of our coworkers, said, "Man, I I came up right behind this you know other this other coworker. I was right behind him at KFC, and he's like, hey." You you're new here, aren't you? Like he knew that the cashier was new, and then she's like, "Oh yeah, I just this is my third week or whatever." She goes, "All right, well, let me get the manager special." <laughs> and then the, the cashier was like, "Oh no, I'm I'm sorry, I don't I don't know I don't I'm, I don't know what the manager special like you don't know what the man manager special." And then he he sees the manager right. He goes, "Hey Allison," <laughs> he knows the manager by first name. <laughs> and then she says. Hey, Mr. So-and-so, you know, because she recognizes him, too. And then uh, the guy goes, uh, your new person here, she don't know what the manager special is. And then the, the manager would like, oh, hey, uh, it's that button right there on the f- bottom left. This guy, my coworker, reaches over the counter <laughs> to push the manager special button on the screen. What an asshole. <laughs> what an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> this whole story was coming from that's another awesome. coworker that was standing behind him in line that day. Like, dang, when, that's how you know you've been to a place too much. When you start ringing up your own order, I, you know what? I actually, I'm that guy at college. <laughs> like, I'll, just, just, I, just if, let me if, just yeah, do that. If I go and I'm like, oh, you're new, oh, really? you know, and uh, they'll be like, yeah, I oh. just started last week. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> no, because a lot of times, if it, if I go to the coffee bean and it's someone that knows me, like I go there pretty often. Um, they just ring me up. I'll even tell them, "Hey, if it looks like I want coffee, just get me coffee." But there's days I want tea, yeah. so don't be surprised. So then they'll be like, "I'll walk up and they're like, to your coffee today." If it's coffee, they know to ring yeah. up a certain thing. If it's tea, they just ask me, and they know it's it's always iced. I never get anything hot. So, but I've been there that much to where they know. Mm-hmm. So, and I'll and I'll it's funny. It's I'll mess I'll mess with the new guys just the as guy, much the as guys. they mess with the new guys. I'm like, oh, you're the FNG. So. <laughs> Oh really? Yeah. They're like, "What's FNG?" I'm like, "Come on, man, think about That's it." That's funny. Yep. Hard left. So, uh, have you watched The Founder? Have you seen that movie? No. Oh, okay. So it's actually about the founder of McDonald's. Oh, I've, I've yes. We were talking about fast food, but, but I do not. Yes. I did not watch it. Yeah, it's uh, I think it's on Netflix now, but it's a, it's a pretty good movie. It Michael makes Keaton, you... if you're a Michael Keaton fan, which I mm-hmm. am. I like his acting. Kind of an underrated actor. He's the opposite of Nicolas Cage to me. The opposite? Oh, okay. In terms of... This, in, this, uh, I, I now... Let me explain exactly, real quick. I, saying, I need to hear this. <laughs> I need to hear this. Let me explain real quick. So to me, to me, Michael Keaton, I put him in the class almost like I put Daniel Day-Lewis, which is flying under the radar, but when, when he's in a movie, you're going to get, like, a masterpiece. Uh, how are you thinking? Yes. Yes. Yeah, how is that underrated? Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, let me back up. So, yes, so these, two, <laughs> so these two guys, Keaton and Daniel Day Lewis, are the fly under the radar guys. Where Nicolas Cage, I feel like, in my opinion, is like, he's in a whole bunch of movies. You just don't know what you're gonna get. You're, it, it might be a waste of your money or your time when Nicolas Cage represents him in a movie. But Lincoln, Daniel Day-Lewis, 
uh, Michael Keaton in any movie mm-hmm. that I feel like he's in. I'm like, dude, you, you're going to get a good performance yeah. out of Michael Keaton. You're going to get a good performance out of Daniel Day-Lewis. What Nicholas Cage, I'm not sure. It depends if he's drunk or not on that day. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and then he'll take, it seems like he'll take a lot more roles too, Nicholas Cage. Is that what you mean by the fly under the radar yeah. stuff? Yeah, well, like... Where, like, it seems like they're a lot... Daniel Day-Lewis or, or Michael, um, uh, Michael Keaton's yeah, a lot um, pickier. Yeah, I get, you could say pickier. I, like, yeah, I feel like I might not see him in a movie for three years, but then when they finally come out of their hole, they're like, oh, okay, he must have... Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm in for a treat now. Yeah, because Daniel Day-Lewis decided that he wanted to stop being Abraham Lincoln for three years. <laughs> like, he... You know, I heard that for some movie where he was a shoemaker, he spent like three years learning how to make shoes in London. Yeah, well, it shows. You know? I mean, I think so. I, I, I really like Daniel Day Lewis as an actor, but I think he's got he's got that it to me that like I, I feel oh, yeah. like like he can kind of um, it's like a light switch for him. He can turn it when he turns it on, it's it's on, and he can just put it down for a while. And you know, he doesn't he doesn't have the he doesn't have the uh, the necessity to always be accepting certain roles all the time like once every six months or something so anyway what were you gonna say about the founder sorry <laughs> no nothing that's fine i it, i just i mean it, like i said it was a hard left because i mean I, I was thinking about fast food but i'm like all right this is a stretch of a, a segue but um it was it was interesting talk thinking about like what the focus was for that movie um and and the the hint there is like it's not yeah. fast food is not the focus of that movie, so uh, and and what was interesting was how he how he really like turned it around, but also you could see like the cost of uh, the sort of naked ambition, like, um, and so like he's not in my opinion he's not like a super likable guy in that movie. Yeah, <laughs> so well, I think that's the I think that's I think that's the point though. If he wasn't likable, he did his job. You know, no, that, that's what, that's what I mean. That's what makes him a great actor, mm. um, because yeah, you're right. He did his job, like fucking Joffrey or whatever. But um, in terms of in terms of like the character, you, you, I start watching it thinking like, oh man, this is pretty inspirational stuff I'm listening to, and then like it like turns and you're like, ooh, this is ugly now. Like, <laughs> yeah. this is not inspirational anymore. Yeah. So because sometimes you hear movies or biopic or not, you know, like like a uh, biopics about about people and then it's like you know based on a true story because you need to hear about this sort of inspirational tale mm-hmm. this one was inspiring on certain levels but like not on all levels yeah like they, they didn't they didn't really pull punches you know yeah, certain ones but it also wasn't like a smear it wasn't also like a smear movie either well so. I, I looked i looked back on some <laughs> of the uh some of the historical accuracy of that movie and it was mm-hmm. it was actually pretty pretty accurate like there were a couple, a uh, couple of things that were like, "Oh, this didn't exactly happen this way," or whatever. But for the most part, all the major twists and turns that the movies took, especially the relationship between him mm-hmm. and the and the other guys, like the originators of the McDonald's, um, a, a lot yeah. of those were pretty pretty true. Pretty sh- like the timeline was was pretty accurate. So I thought it was a good I thought it was a good storytelling anyway. Yeah. Like the fact that the star of the movie wasn't the founder, the star of the movie was the franchise. You know. And, mm-hmm. and like exactly. the founder goes exactly. from protagonist to antagonist, back to protagonist. You know, it kind of goes back and forth with that for a little while. So mm-hmm. yeah, it was a good movie. I thought it was good. Yep, I enjoy. I, and, and, yeah, and like kind of going on the Michael Keaton kick. Um, because uh, for me, like besides uh, just like Batman, original Batman, but um, like the the his kind of I I thought he had sort of a comeback or a resurgence. You know, um, 
and so I don't know if there's any movies that you um, would recommend that uh, anybody that I, would watch. Like, what's the first um, one that comes to mind? One that I used to watch on TV a lot, Desperate Measures, where like he, yeah, he's he's um, like a, oh, okay. a a convict or something, but he's got. Um, well, how's the story go? Andy Garcia is like... So is that an older movie? That's yeah. an older movie yeah, yeah, then. Yeah, so it's right? Andy Garcia okay. is the good guy and Michael Keaton's the bad guy. And Andy Garcia's son is dying of like some rare disease and only Michael Keaton's blood can cure him. So they're like... But 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 he's oh. in like death row. So they're like, oh, you're not allowed... You know, he can't go to the hospital. And then Michael... Uh, Andy Garcia's like, no, we, we but we need him. Otherwise, my son's going to die. So, you know, get get whatever you need. Like, do the surgery... And then I'll uh, I'll I'll be there to make sure that nothing happens. But then of course something happens, and then he escapes. So Michael Keaton's now on the run, and the cops are trying to get him. But Andy Garcia is also trying to get him, but he can't let the cops kill him because if the cops kill him, then his son dies. Because then the yeah so I see. It, but it was it was good. I mean it was it was uh hmm. like in, in the Michael Keaton performance part of it was good too. Especially because I like I like when I see guys that usually play good guys play bad guys. To me that's it's like very. It's it's it's, it's mm-hmm. a challenge. I don't. I mean, mm. I'm sure there's exceptions, but <laughs> yeah, I know. I w- yeah, I was gonna say more than like more than likely. Uh, I tend to see it, and I really root for them to to pull it off. But it doesn't like it doesn't always work. It it just doesn't always work. <laughs> yeah, so, I can't come up with a good. Do you have any examples? Yeah, because they're so used to being. <laughs> I was gonna say I can't really come up with a great example of when I was like, no, you're a shitty bad well, guy. Well, and the, re- the, reason, the reason I'm impressed is because usually, like in, Paul, me and you have talked about it before, usually I'm, I'm watching the actor more than I'm watching the character. And so sometimes if I see a certain actor, like if Tom Hanks is playing a bad guy, I'm, just, I'm still going to think of Tom Hanks in all the good guy movies that I've seen him in. So it's hard for me to convince, it's hard for him to convince me that his character is now the bad guy. But for Michael Keaton in this movie, like, damn, I was scared of him. (laughs) And so for me to be cheering him on for every other movie I've seen and then Mm -hmm. for him to scare me in this movie, like, man, that's that's some pretty good acting. You know, it's not... I was just trying to think about other roles. Like, uh, just just, I was trying to just go through other roles of guys who were bad guys and and, and where they're typically good guys. So the first one I thought about was, um, like, Leonardo DiCaprio in Django. Right, because Leonardo, he's usually, like, a good guy in movies. What about Denzel, American Um, Gangster? Denzel training Denzel and, and training day. Yeah, I didn't even think about Denzel that. Denzel worked. Do you know yeah. what? You know what didn't work? I don't know if you guys remember. If you guys even remember this? If you guys even watched this movie? Um, it was a James McAvoy and uh, split. No, no, he worked. It worked for him there, but no, James McAvoy and uh, what's the girl that's like super crazy, but has the big, the the big, the big lip. Time big to use lips. the internet. Uh, God, I can't believe I'm forgetting her name. Married to Brad Pitt. Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie. So, there's okay. a movie with them. Oh, Jolie, right. McAvoy and Angelina Jolie. Yeah, yeah. Is it one? Uh, oh, is, where they curve the bullets? Yeah, where they curve the bullets, right? Yeah, and Morgan Freeman. Is the bad guy. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That did not work for me. I was just like, how? No. No, it's not it ruined the movie. For, it ruined the movie for me. Like it was that bad. Really? Yeah, I was like, I wow. couldn't, I couldn't get. It. I was like, meh, meh, you know. See, and that's how I, that's how I felt about um, uh, Tom Cruise when he did Collateral. It was still Tom Cruise. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Yeah. You're 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 Maverick, dude. <laughs> but what about but what about like what about? Oh man, what was the? 
There was one Mel Gibson movie where he plays the bad guy, but he's a main character protagonist bad guy. Payback. Uh, that worked out. Oh, I thought you. I, I like that movie. I oh, thought okay. you were talking about uh, Expendables. I was gonna say Passion of Christ, something like that. Like. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no, he. Expendables. No, he, right. he, yeah. he wasn't in that one. But remember the Expendables. I was like, what? Yeah, no, in, in the Expendables, he wasn't in Passion of the Christ. I meant he he directed it. But he wasn't a character in it. But no, in, in uh, one of the Expendables, he was the, the bad guy. But of course, Expendables is just like a bunch of macho oh. actors killing each other, so it doesn't really matter. But um, yeah, so I thought that's the movie that Paul was talking about. But yeah, you're talking about Payback, where you're right. Okay. He's like the protagonist antagonist, which is a bit of a cop out to me. But um, there, Tom Hanks had one. I don't know if you remember. Uh, he's a bad guy. Yeah, uh, Road to Perdition. He's a bad guy. That's another one of those like so protagonist bad guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because it's told. I think it's told through the eyes of his son or something. So he's doing a bunch of bad stuff, but like he's still the dad of the kid. When you're the dad of a kid, you gotta be a good guy, right? <laughs> yeah. What about? Uh, and he wasn't a bad guy here, but he was just like a dick. Like, what about Will Smith in Hancock? Oh yeah. <laughs> Like that was a tough yeah, one. Yeah, that's I more think. like that's like that. I want to say that's more like anti-hero. That's that's more. That's more uh, like crap like, movie. Uh, yeah, well, crap movie. But, then <laughs> like, but you know, you you have another good anti-hero movie in Deadpool. Because like, you know who's Deadpool good. Deadpool was amazing. Speaking of Hancock, you know who's good is uh, Charlie Theron. Charlie Theron. If she's if she's bad, I'm freaking scared of her. And if she's good, I'm in love with her. Oh, like freaking monster? No, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's no, scary. but like, because so, yeah. sometimes she plays the babe, sometimes she plays like the um, stab you in the back type, sometimes she plays monster, or some, or in mm. um, what's this in um, uh, in Fast and Furious she was the villain, you know, so she's just kind of like a two bit villain, but yeah, for her, like mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm really impressed with her acting. Like she kind of surprised me because I feel like Vanity could have took over her career. She could have just been like another, oh, yeah, right. like another hot blonde that just. But she was willing to take that. She was willing to take the the like the get down and dirty yeah, roles. Yeah, yeah, and in my mind, she could have just been like another yeah. dime a dozen, like hot blonde teenage movie type girl. But yeah, mm-hmm. there, there's there's a lot of talent, and she so she's another. <laughs> like she could have been Jessica Alba. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Poor thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who is probably making more money than Charlize Theron though, right? like in yeah. the world, which is kind of yeah. crazy. She she took so she took the vanity and she's but, like, fine, I'm gonna just be hot. <laughs> That's gonna make me my money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then a couple really successful businesses and be like, oh, okay, <laughs> you're good. So, but you, now you just reminded me, I need to add uh, Mad Max to my. Um, my cue, because that, that was one that I didn't get a chance to the watch. Older, the old Mad Max, or? No, the new one with Charlie Theron. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, what's that guy? Tom Hardy? Tom Hardy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, guy's a be- that guy's a beast, yeah. too. That guy's yeah. a beast. Yeah, and he came, he came out of nowhere to me. I, I mean, I don't remember seeing him in oh, much, no. you know, I like, remember watching roles or anything. I remember watching him in smaller movies. Oh, do you? Yeah. So, so I, I, don't, I don't remember. Yeah. But I, I thought like I don't know lately. I'm trying to figure out like he's not he's not a super like memorable name to me. So now I have to actually like well, look I, him Bane, up. Well, I think the career Bane path was his big late. was his big his big movie right when he was Bane in Batman. Well, and then also, oh, there was that, one, that. There's, there okay. was a movie there was a movie where he played a um, a British 
uh, prisoner that was like the badass prisoner in all of pris- like of all the prisons in England, and I think that was his like breakout role. And uh, he, he was, was also in a movie he was also with in Chris, Inception. Chris Pine. And oh, he was Chris. in Inception. Yeah, yeah. He was in a movie with Chris Pine. Um, with Reese Witherspoon, it was like one of those like action. Oh yeah, yeah, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. yeah. No, it wasn't so, even like. A, and then, it, it was just that was another. It was just a classified as a crap movie. Um, then, what the hell? But it was like two guys. Yeah, it was like two guys let's, trying to let's fight make some money. Yeah. It was like a spy versus spy type of thing. Mhm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember that actually. Don't, yeah, chick flick. Don't forget the uh, what's the movie he had with uh, DiCaprio again. He had another one, yeah, the the wilderness one. What's the one where DiCaprio finally fucking won? Oh, oh the yeah, Revenant. yeah, yeah. He was in the, the Revenant, Revenant yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. So Inception, I think, and also the Revenant. Like for me, I'm not going to see Tom Hardy in Inception. You know, like so that's oh, why yeah, I'm yeah. like, oh, well, he's in it. Okay. Yeah. So that's what I mean. Like he's not he's not a name for me that like draws like Tom Cruise as Tom Cruise in <laughs> Tom Cruise. You know, like all right, <laughs> fucking let's do it. I'm in. You know. <laughs> it's like, they can't do that to you know Tom Hardy. It's like, like another who? one, you know. Not not to say that he doesn't work hard, but I just he just doesn't have the he doesn't have the sex appeal for me. You know, he doesn't have the yeah. like draw like the all right, let's go to, let's to go me, do he's this. Another, um, so he reminds me of Clive Owen in in that way a little bit because I feel oh. like Clive Owen is trying to become his own. Hold on, you gotta let me explain these things before. I... <laughs> <laughs> no wonder you think I have bad analogies because they're just a, they're just a like, stink face. Explain what I'm trying to say. Can I get the same wings, Alan? Can I get the same wings? <laughs> Excuse me, what were you ordering again? Wait, who are you? Is this my is this my table? Where am I? I don't think I think there's someone else's table. <laughs> <laughs> so so all right, explain. Go. Going, um, Keep it on track. For, to me, is a, is a, the type of character that has been trying to oh, like be the starring role in his own movies, but I felt like is a more powerful support, supporting actor. So, the role. Clive Owen. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like, and this is why I say this because like, mm-hmm. yeah. So like, I I see him like, like he makes Inside a good Man, second, even though you don't get to see his face very much. Or very like, powerful performance in Inside yeah. Man. I liked him in Closer, if you remember Closer, with Jude Law, Natalie Portman, Julia Roberts. Um, I didn't like him in King Arthur. Mm-hmm. Well, like, that's just because it was a bad I movie. There being, but okay. So that's and so yeah, I don't. Maybe I'm blaming blaming Clive Owen more than I should in that one. But um, uh, what's another one that I just? Oh, he's great in Sin City. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that and Sin City more of an ensemble cast though. I That's don't really, true. Put, I don't really yeah, put that one. It's not like he's for a solo or against Clive Owen. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, come on, Jessica Alba's in it, so no, you know who's in the movie. <laughs> you know, you know who's in that movie other than Jessica Alba, who deserves a lot more credit and God rest her soul. Jamie King. No, Brittany Murphy. Brittany Murphy has that hotness that is. Oh yeah. She, I, you think? I've always thought she was super hot, but really, yeah. But it, yeah, it's, yeah. I don't know what it is about her. I, I just have this thing for Brittany Murphy. Brittany Murphy is Charlie Theron without all the, you know, acting. Dang. Wow. <laughs> Dang. That's 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 oh, harsh. That's, yeah. I don't mean to. End, I harsh. don't mean to trample on a grave. Or <laughs> no. no <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Wow. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? No, but like it's like Brittany Murphy and actresses like Anna Kendrick 
and you know, yeah. Anna Kendrick is a talent. So there's like mm-hmm. something different about him, you think? Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, let me finish. So right, Anna Kendrick, ahead. like Brittany Murphy, their hotness lies in their attainability. Like, you see a girl like Charlize Theron, you're like, they're like, I don't no know chance. like how drunk she would have to be to hook up with a guy like me. Right? <laughs> but you see a girl right. like Anna Kendrick or Brittany Murphy, you're like, I got a shot. And they're hot. Approachable. Yeah. They're somewhat appro- like, approachable. Like, Charlize Theron, uh, uh, Charlize Theron, like, she's one of those women, like, you don't, you would forget, you would forget I feel, your name. I feel her pause you coming. You forget your name yes. as you approached her. Uh, like, that's how beautiful yep. she is. But, like, and. So, and that Brittany Murphy, Brittany Murphy and Anna Kendrick, like, you know, they're both approachable, but Anna Kendrick is, like, super wholesome, so you're like, I guess I'll have fun with her. But, like, Brittany Murphy's got, like, a, enough, like, a touch of crazy. Touch of neurotic. Where you're just like, And that's yes. what I think is so hot to me. Mm-hmm. She's got that touch of neurotic. What about Mila so. Kunis? Do you like Mila Kunis? Okay. Um, see, for me, Mila Kunis is Charlize Theron without the acting. <laughs> like we started something here, Alan. This is good. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. Actress without acting. Brought to you by Christian Allen. But Paul. like, like, don't get me wrong. She's in some really fun movies, but there's times where her acting is just flat. And yeah, and, and look, not, so I'm no thespian. I'm not an award winner, but. There's just times, you know, I'm like, your lines are flat. Well, yeah, and when I when I see her, when I think of her, I feel like, man, that she'd be a cool chick to, like, hang out with. Like, oh, yeah. You know, I, I don't, and, and like, I, I couldn't say that about yeah. some of these other, like, A-list actresses. I don't know if they'd be. They Some of them seem pretty stuck up. I'm like, Mila Kunis, I don't feel, I feel like she well, wouldn't be one of them. And those. the thing is, her, her wheelhouse, for me at least, Mila Kunis, is comedy. So, like, you're not going to have a hardcore, you know, like, acting craft uh, if, if your wheelhouse is comedy so like I don't know oh, if she you was guys in the Black Swan that was a pretty high drama yeah but yeah, like but she, but that, she that, that was Natalie Portman like, you know yeah, you go to see Portman. Natalie Portman yeah <laughs> she played see, Brittany see, Murphy yeah. <laughs> Natalie, see Natalie Portman is is Brittany Murphy with acting like. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus <laughs> but like uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall uh, yeah. Ted, um, I don't know if you guys saw this movie, but at, at least uh, my my wife liked it a lot. Bad Moms. Uh, no, I just I said would that. recommend it. I just said that if you didn't watch Bad oh, Moms. Oh, Bad Moms. You know, yeah. it's a hilarious movie, but yeah. her acting's really flat. Like, well, I don't know. I but I, I I guess she can pull it off though. Like she she can still oh, be the starring exactly. role in that movie. I'm not looking for like so. a, like for Grammy or Grammy. For, for uh, <laughs> Oscar award winning, that bad, yeah. Huh? yeah, she couldn't win an she couldn't win an Emmy in a in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So yeah, I mean it's uh yeah because when they did Ted two, yeah. like Ted, I actually really liked Ted a lot. It was really entertaining, really funny. I thought, but when they did the second one and she wasn't in it, I was kind of disappointed. I don't know, I man. Like oh uh, man, they didn't bring back Mila Kunis. Uh, Amanda Seyfried is she's a. She's way hot. Like she may look like. Yeah, she's a, she's an adequate yeah. replacement. Here's the thing with her. I agree. Like there was another movie with her where she played like a hot babysitter that like seduces someone. I can't remember the, the dude, but she is bodied up. I was really surprised. I was just like, oh, like you know, because you really some a lot of times with Amanda Seyfried, you really don't get past the eyes because she does look like she does look like mm-hmm. fucking Schmeagle. Um 
<laughs> what you're saying is she has like the eyes draw yeah, so you, you don't in. Go past so the eyes, speak. but then in because that movie she's wearing a lot of lingerie. Yeah. I'm like, Jesus! Like, I did not realize how bodied up she was. Like, k- kudos to you. You know, like that's you obviously. <laughs> Are we talking about um, Chloe? Chloe. Are we there talking you go. about yeah. Chloe? Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. You're like, um, and maybe, and I'm, maybe looking like I'm, I'm looking her up on um, Google Images. And then also, she was uh, she was Linda Lovelace. Oh, yeah. Lovelace. Right. So, in terms of body, and, and I'm thinking maybe yeah. maybe she gets toned up for those type of roles. Not not that she's n- not in shape for other roles, but if she's gonna be showing a lot of skin, she probably gets toned up for those type of things. Well, I would think. I mean, do you, you guys know? remember like the mm-hmm. big? Do you remember how big of a difference it was looking at Natalie Portman in Black Swan and like Mila Kunis in Black Swan? Like they were they were toned. They they yeah. looked. I mean, I'm not not to say they never looked mm-hmm. great, but yeah. they they looked exceptional. You know, like holy crap, yeah. guys! Like I don't know what you guys are doing, yeah. but you guys are doing a great job. Um, because mm-hmm. if you remember, like the first time I remember Amanda Seyfried was in Mean Girls, which to, an, another like very 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 entertaining movie oh, wow, to no, me, like another yeah. weird one that's kind of very entertaining. I, I I haven't seen that movie all the way through. Oh really? It's it's uh, if 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 yeah. you ever if you ever give yourself ninety minutes to torture yourself, that could mean be Girls? a generation defining I, movie. I mm, yeah. I don't know. I just I can't. I don't think I've ever watched a a. Uh, Who's the redhead in that movie? Lindsay Lohan. I mean, I've never watched the Lindsay Lohan movie, ever. Uh, this might be my favorite one. Freaky Friday, uh, oh. and then the one where she was super young, where she played Parent, both the sisters. Parent trap. Parent trap. Sure. But um, there was another Amanda Seyfried movie yeah. I was thinking of. Nope. Oh, Dear John, which you guys have probably never seen because you weren't hanging out with my sister at that time. Oh yeah. But um, have you heard of it? Have you heard of Dear John? This is a uh, Nicholas Sparks. Like movie, yeah, major chick flick movie, mm-hmm. and Channing Tatum plays the male dude, and Amanda nope. Seyfried is the love interest. Mm-hmm. Like a male dude, and... like put like your wife, <laughs> male dude. Not, not, not <laughs> like the, the male dude. The male, <laughs> like the lead, the lead male. The male lead is what I meant. The male lead. So say. like the postmaster yeah. general. No. <laughs> Wait, she was. Um, I'm presuming you're gonna say she's really yeah, good in that so, movie. Yeah. Well, because it, it, it's actually like, it's actually a pre- pretty good story, um, which those Nicholas Sparks based stories are. And then there's a military theme in this one, um, like Channing Tatum's character. He's in the military, so there's this thing where they ha- he he has to go away for a while, and then they miss each other, and then there's a thing where they might lose contact. So um, that just the military part is kind of. Like it kind of like I, I kind of woke up for that part. It resonates yeah. with you. But then, uh, yeah, as far okay. as her, like him being in love with her, I'm like, yeah, I could see it because she was real likable, real good looking, um, said all the right things, and I mean, it was, it's it's one where I feel like, uh, like in a, in Amanda Seyfried's highlight reel, there's gonna be some Dear John footage in there. Some Dear yeah. John. <laughs> And in Channing Tatum's, I don't know. Magic Mike <laughs> is his only t- is his only highlight reel, and it's. I think the, it's uh, Magic Mike. That two minutes, and, uh... the two minutes where he's dancing to Pony. That's all you need. So. And that's all you need. <laughs> that's all you need. <laughs> yeah. Channing Tatum to me is yep, um, exactly. one that has hung around longer than I thought he would. Like his name has remained like, relevant he, longer than I thought it would. Wait, so, yeah. so he's Channing Tatum is the Brad Pitt without the acting, right? <laughs> 
what you're gonna say? Have you ever, have you ever seen the? Uh, uh, that's not what I was gonna say, but I'm glad you said it. Have you have you ever seen? It works. Um, it plays. The Saturday Saturday Night Live is hosted by Channing Tatum. No, it's surprisingly hilarious. Like I'm like, dude, oh, there's okay. no way he can. There's no way he can pull this off. I thought he was kind of just like good looking dude, regular face, like just reading lines. But he's actually got got a lot of humor. Oh, in I'm sure he makes one of himself very well. You know, it's. I think. I was gonna say. I think his, his strength is his self awareness. You know, it's like extremely good self awareness of like not yeah. to be taken seriously. Yeah. 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 Oh, cause and almost like mm-hmm. so. Here's here's another weird one, Paul. You're probably gonna <laughs> probably gonna not like me for this one. So this is that's what I used to feel about okay. uh, Freddie Prince Jr. Because there was a lot of like Freddie Prince Jr. movies where he just played like the same type of male lead in all these romantic comedies, and it was uh-huh. always the same character, likable, good-looking dude, always does the right stuff. But then. Uh, I think I remember an interview or an article or somebody said something about him where he's like, "Yeah, that's that's what my audience likes, so that's what I'm gonna keep giving them." And like that was that was enough for him, you know. Yeah. So that's that's how I that's how I feel about like the Channing Tatum, oh, no, like yeah. what, whatever it is that he's doing that's drawing his oh, audience. Yeah. Like you're just gonna keep doing that. Like he doesn't care to do anything more. Though <laughs> so that's the only thing he has in common with Denzel Washington because we had a conversation about oh, yeah. like staying in your lane. Yeah, as you say, that's a Denzel Washington, right? So yeah. like Denzel Washington knows what his lane is and and yeah strong yeah. silent type unless he's in yeah. training day so yeah then he's a little more yeah. vocal so yeah I mean Ed I mean I, I I like I was thinking I'm looking at the movies now oh, I know what you did place? last summer was uh-huh. that was really good yeah yeah so I don't I don't think I'd seen him casting that but it was like all right cool that's that's so, and then he did a bunch of movies just with like his friend right. Uh, Matthew Lillard. Oh yeah. I think. Well, that's a lot of flat acting. You so know, in in one in, in in one movie, it's just the the two the guys two guys trying yeah. to two guys trying to unact each other. No, but it's just like seeing it's it's just like seeing Adam Sandler. It's just like seeing Adam Sandler and then freaking uh, what's his name like right beside him all the time. Um, you guys know who I'm talking about. Uh, Rob Schneider. Fuck. Schneider. Yeah, Schneider. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's like a one-two punch of nobody asked for this. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my like, right. oh my god <laughs> well you know what wow. Adam Sandler is laughing is crying all the way to the bank yeah. because <laughs> yeah yeah that's true because it, as long as like, you're right. saying dude I, don't, I can't believe I'm watching this dumb crap alright take it for three please cha-ching yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly I'll take exactly. the Adam Sandler movie no I did yeah. So one movie I did watch, but I didn't have to pay for, was Deuce yeah, Bigelow, Male Gigolo. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Rob Schneider. That was good. That was That's... that was beyond painful. You know? like, yeah. Oh, Jesus. This is like the this is the yep. longest worst. No, was... Deuce Bigelow. No, I take that back. There's other. There are some of those movies that just seem like they could not figure out how to how to uh, cut parts out of an SNL skit. You're like. You, you made this SNL. Yeah, you ran this SNL skit for way too long. And they just ran them on for way too long. This is painful. So, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if SNL is doing a better job of that because, the, like, I, I'll just like I rarely watch an episode, an incomplete episode of SNL, but sometimes I'll YouTube a couple of the sketches of SNL, and I feel like they're the right timing now. 
Unless maybe that's because I'm only watching that one skit instead of just trying to suffer through the entire episode. Maybe that's what it is. But, yeah. Um, because there's, there, Although, there's, I don't there's a recent the... one. Like, I don't know if you guys... It just showed up in like the YouTube feed. There's one where uh, Gal Gadot is was the host of SNL recently, and she mm-hmm. is having uh, she's having she's on a blind date with OJ Simpson. Uh, what? She, in, but she's from <laughs> she's from Israel, right? She's like, oh yeah, I didn't I don't even know the news back from the '90s, and he's like, well, that is great. <laughs> so, so wait, wait, what was that? <laughs> like she doesn't recognize OJ as OJ. She just thinks he's going on a blind date with somebody. Oh, okay. Because she's from Israel and stuff, you know. Right. And so she's like, yeah, I didn't really keep up with U.S. pop culture back in the 1990s. <laughs> so he's like, that's so freaking awesome. OJ Simpson's like, that's perfect. <laughs> yeah. You, you don't so even know. Yeah, this sketch is pretty good. He's like, uh, he's like, um, would you like some of this steak? He's like, it's going to take me a while. I don't know why they gave me a plastic knife. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I think I remember seeing a part of that skit where, yep. where he orders like all this food, and he's like, well, you know, I haven't had a good meal in years. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was it. That was the one. <laughs> so yeah, Gal, Gal, okay. Gal gets like go ahead, the Paul. Only Gal verifiable hall pass for like both me and my wife. Oh really? Oh. Well, Gal. Yeah, and... like she's like, if you met Gal Gadot and she for some reason thought you were attractive and wanted to have sex with you, I'd understand. <laughs> go for it. Yeah, yeah. that's your. I, I would understand. YouTube. So is she is she closer to Charlie Theron ranks or the uh, whatever we were talking about Anna Kendrick Brittany Murphy ranks? No, she's like astronomically hot, but um, uh, her acting is is not at Charlie Theron's level. But it's definitely no, not no, a, a, the, uh, no, no. I'm talking about the approachability thing. Oh though. no, 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 no. Gal Gadot's like I would forget my name. Talk, trying to think okay, her. yeah, okay. But yeah, it seems like she seems like she is very. So. Yeah, I got you. But I'm like, she seems like she's very, um, Personable. like she'd be a cool person to hang out with, like that sort of thing. So that's what I wasn't sure if that's what you meant by approachable. But no, you're talking about the effect that it has on you. I, I could totally, I, I would probably also not. I'm, remember sur- my I'm name, surprised so. at how well she um, promotes. Is how well of a, how good of a promoter she is. Like, cause I've I've seen her in Fast and Furious movies and stuff, and I thought she was just some babe that you put in the movie. But the and way she's gonna fade away. Yeah, no, but the way that she's interviewed and all these, you know, like Jimmy Fallon oh, and Ellen and all well. these different shows, like, yeah, yeah, she, mm-hmm. she there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, pizzazz in in her personality. Yeah, I was just in a YouTube black hole just before you know we started this podcast, and then as I was you know getting things set up, I think that clip I was li- watching actually was uh, Gal Gadot doing uh, charades in the Jimmy Fallon Tonight Show. Oh, really? You know? And it was just just entertaining. Con- and, like he did, con- she did Conan O'Brien. There was a, in the Conan mm-hmm. O'Brien show, and they were like training. Like he's like, show me how you train for this movie, and then so she's training the way she always does, and then you know Conan's being all awkward, all his, his unathletic uh-huh. self training, and yeah, it was a really entertaining little bit. So yeah, she does that well, and you know I would imagine not not only does it take some creativity, but it takes some stamina in order to keep up with those with the kind of movie tour like that. And I thought she pulled it mm-hmm. off pretty well. And then the whole on top of that, like the whole like she was pregnant while she was filming the oh, yeah. Wonder Woman yeah, thing. Yeah. It's like oh okay. There you go. All right, well, fucking yeah. overachiever. Yep. So, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you're right. She doesn't quite have the acting chops yet, but she's writing. She's still got time if she wants to develop that or depends on where she wants to take her career. I mean, she's on the Marvel, oh, sorry, DC train right now, Which so. Always, I mean, that's not exactly a compliment, so. Well, what it means is she, there's, she's going to be around for a little while, though. Oh, yeah, no, no. That I get that, but, I mean, Jesus, mm-hmm. DC movies are. 
Did you guys watch that um, Superman uh, Dawn of Justice? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, exactly. No. <laughs> I'm not too into the DC movies, but I think I was hearing with the like the Batman versus Superman thing, like yeah, that the yeah. highlight was Wonder Woman. That's I was like, what? The only reason okay. to watch that movie so. is Wonder Woman. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, DC seems like they're kind of messing it up there or something. Because I felt like DC would be the thing where if you want to watch serious, you go DC, and if you want to watch a little bit towards like the campy sort of stuff, then you would watch like Marvel stuff. But um, the stuff that Marvel puts that's on Netflix is actually like pretty dark. So I was like, okay. Um, like I watched uh, Jessica Jones. I don't know if you ever heard of that or seen that one. But it's like very dark uh, comic, and it's a series. I remember it's a series. I, was, I so. was downloading the episodes, and as I was downloading the episodes, I was like, "Well, let me see what this is all about." Like, I just mm-hmm. kind of skipped ahead, like you know, um, like I was like maybe five or ten minutes, and I just want to see what like what it's like, you know, just to see you know the cinematography, uh, see the act, like what's going on, and. I don't know what happened, but like I clicked, like somewhere in the middle of the timeline of what has been downloaded already, and it's just her writing the. Oh, out of his yep, dude. yep. And I was like, I'm like, what the <laughs> <Yep>. fuck? Like, <laughs> I was like, where the yep, fuck yep. did this come from? I know what you're talking about. So, I was like, okay, so I know what kind yeah. of ride this is. So. Well, yeah, then yeah. um, that was uh, yeah. I know that obviously that scene is memorable. Um, so the guy, the guy, <laughs> but the guy in the scene too. Like, so she's like a she has a mute. She's like superpowers or whatever. But like the guy she is having sex with also has like superpowers as well. And then he actually has his own series as well. Um, not because he fucked her or anything, but just like because <laughs> he, he has superpowers. So we need to know his backstory as well. White privilege. Yeah. Huh? White privilege. Uh, maybe no, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So so that and that the background for that was like, she was, like she mentally she's going through a dark time, and then so like among the things that she needs to use just to to, to do just to process is just to have kind of meaningless sex, or maybe potentially meaningful sex, but it wasn't portrayed that way, you know. So and but the thing is, it's like oh, Marvel is like an ABC. Disney company, and they're gonna put this on Netflix. Okay, nice. game, yeah. you know. So I was kind of impressed that like, all right, they're they're all right, they're gonna go there, you know. But they also know their audience, like they know they're putting it on net. It's That's not gonna true. be on freaking ABC. It's gonna be on Netflix. So they know they are allowed to do more more of that sort of stuff. Versus the things that are on network TV, you're gonna have more family oriented, like the um, the it's not the Avengers, but it's like the Kind of like the spin-off of the Avengers. Um, Agents of Shield. Yeah, Agents of Shield. And then there was another ABC series with the the lady who was in the first Captain America movie. Peggy something, right? Um It was uh Peggy something, I can't remember. Yeah, I think so. And now now all the freaking comic nerds are gonna jump on me, but yeah, all, exactly. All four of our listeners. Um Yes, exactly. Peggy Carter. Peggy Carter. I knew it was something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, but, like, so th- I, I like the range. Like, Marvel seems like they can show a lot of range. Whereas DC, I'm like, I'm not going to really see DC do, like, a super humorous thing. Like, they're not going to go, um, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy on me. They're going to go Batman. 
and that's it. Well, they just, haven't signed on with Disney. I mean, maybe if DC signs on with freaking Facebook or something, Facebook, <laughs> then they've got something. But no, no. Well, yeah, I was gonna say. Well, it's it's not for the, like it's not without them having tried. Um, maybe I'm prejudging here, but um, I, like I was, I don't really have interest in watching this Supergirl. You know, mm-hmm. Supergirl is on. I think CBS. But she's a standalone too. But, I think if Supergirl was in. Like is a is a character in some of these other movies, then maybe you're like, oh, what's the backstory, and how does she incorporate her, her story into these these other characters and the other other stories? It's something that Marvel seems to be doing better than DC is doing. And Marvel, the crossing yeah, over, you mean? And and also Marvel is it's to me it seems like they're crossing over big screen to small screen, like back and forth. Where DC is like my mm-hmm, big screen mm-hmm. DC is big screen DC, and then like the small screen is just a small screen, and never the two shall cross. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, that, that, that makes a lot of sense. So maybe, so maybe that's why Mar- Mar- like Marvel seems to have that formula down a lot more. So I mean, I, I guess what's a good what's good about it is like I don't have to choose. Like I I can watch them both and then just like what I like. So mm-hmm. yeah. I, 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 did you guys enjoy Deadpool? I haven't seen it. Are I haven't guys, watched it. Damn it! I knew we were going to be over two on that one. Yeah, I hear, I yep. hear maybe it's going to be it's, it's going to be like the Magianos of movies for me. Um, so <laughs> I don't you do realize? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've only heard good things about it. Was like one of the at, at the time was the only R-rated Marvel flick, right? Uh, yeah, I I remember hearing that. Yep. Okay, well, take that into account when you watch that movie, and then hold it up to the other Marvel movies that aren't. Okay. So it's it, it makes a huge difference. In terms of like the liberties that they're gonna have with the character, the story, the oh, plot, and everything. Oh yeah, the... exactly. And what they like, what—that's the one thing that's bothered me about comic book movies—is that you. There are times where I feel like they could have taken it to where you would think is appropriate for the character in the comic book, mm-hmm. but they held back on it because hey, it's PG thirteen. Let's you know, there's kids watching this shit. You yeah. Know what I mean? Well, maybe, so, but they're probably turn, taking the same page out of the, the book of video games where, like, that's what video games, their target audience was kids. And now they're realizing, oh, we have all these kids that have now grown up to be adults and they still have the appetite for these games. Yeah, but... So we, we can now expand. There's and, definitely gorier games and games that are a little bit more, that have, like, harder-hitting subjects, you know? Well, that's what I'm saying. Now there are. I think because the, they're, they're reckon, they had to make an adjustment, though. Yeah, that's true. Whereas before it was, yeah, there was a lot of like censorship in games and stuff. And even I remember like N sixty four back in the day, uh, there'd be a first person shooter or something like like Doom or something like that. And I think they were not allowed to show blood or Mortal Kombat like wasn't allowed to show blood. Like the blood gray. was green or something like that yeah, in gray, Mortal Kombat. Gray. Oh, great! There you go. Yeah. Yeah. For, for just for Nintendo because they were kind of like again this, they had the same reputation as sort of like ABC Disney where it was going to be oh well we're going to be wholesome you know family entertainment because remember sort of stuff. Paul me and you were talking about it uh, last week about like VR like there's a new age of like virtual reality and also private screening so now you can choose not only can you choose what you watch but you can choose who around you is watching what you're watching and who is not watching so back back in the day when we were kids they were targeting the audience that like the whole family could watch it all together because if you singled somebody out then that means that whole family was probably going over to watch another movie instead of this movie and so now you have none of the the family members watching it where now if it's like an adult movie adults can say hey kids you're not going to watch this because i'm going to watch this in the privacy of you know the phone or i'm going to watch this in 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 the room like 
in the in the in the movie room in my house and 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 it's not just let's go to the theater and pick something to watch all together but hey i'm gonna watch this thing you're gonna watch this thing so people are more selective now than they have been able to be in the past competition is stiffer so they got to up their game a little bit more too yeah they got to push the bar but hopefully it's not just like they're pushing the bar by saying like all right let's just make everything more gratuitous just because we can like hopefully it's the con the quality of the content is elevated as well but also because also the quality of the fan the family movies is pretty good now too mm-hmm. I remember that like one, Jesus you know like the, so, the the toy story type movies there's a lot of adult content mm-hmm. in there too because i think like there's a storyline for kids and then there's a completely separate storyline beneath the surface for adults and you're like wow that is mm-hmm. that's some pretty good writing that yeah for this i think and there's some there's some movies too that i'd want to watch that are you know kind of more classified as um as family movies like i think the one that i'm really interested in watching is um inside out just mm-hmm. oh, just yeah. because of some of the themes that they try to touch on um mostly like yeah. mental health depression stuff like that in a pixar movie like in a kid's movie like but we, it's pixar so they know how to pull that stuff off we we've been into uh me and my daughter have been into big hero six lately which it came out like a mm-hmm. year or two ago i think but it was on tv and so we watched like a little bit of it and then she wanted to watch more so like we want we ended up watching the whole thing and i'm like man this is a pretty good movie like there's a whole brother brother relationship thing that hits home and i'm like and then the all all the close friends and everything mm-hmm. and then like for the kids it's just like good guy bad guy funny robot thing yeah yeah so but it was good i mean really well-rounded movie i enjoy i enjoyed yeah, that a other, lot too I and i watched it on an airplane so it's kind of like i probably didn't even get the really. best experience um yeah. actually yeah because I, I remember like nemo do you remember, do you oh, remember like did you like nemo yeah i finding yeah nemo. so i like finding nemo i started watching finding dory and i was like holy crap i think either me or my wife are gonna cry in like about like <laughs> the, like within the first 10 minutes I'm like if they keep doing this fucking shit with the young dory i'm gonna lose it i'm like what the hell um, like that see that, and that's what i was thinking about nemo is um like it, it, it's yeah. a dad looking for his kid, and he's you know searching the globe looking for his kid. Well, who doesn't like a story like that? Yeah, you know. No, it's. But like, yeah, for the for the kids, if there's like a bunch of fish, a bunch of singing, a bunch of funny lines, and yeah. a lot of color, a lot of animation, like. Mm-hmm. So that, yeah, they, and I think I think um, everybody's got to step their game up. Otherwise, they're not going to survive. Yeah, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, step back into re, uh, into relevancy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the one I w- the one movie I was gonna uh, recommend for Michael Keaton was Spotlight. Um, I thought that was really good. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And not and he that's more ensemble, but like um, uh-huh. and I, did that movie actually win like for best picture or best no? Picture. I know it was nominated. Yep, it, did. it did. Okay. It did. Yep. Yep. It's the reason I watched it. Oh, oh, because of that? I think the reason I watched it was yeah. because it was on a queue, and I was like, okay, just the the whole, the, 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 yeah, the story. I don't, are you, have you heard of Spotlight at all, Paul, or no? No, no. Okay, so I'll just read the tagline for you, and it'll probably pull you just from that. Um, so essentially, it is a story that is based on a true story of a, a deep investigative team of reporters that are trying to uncover like uh, the sexual abuse scandal within the Roman Catholic Church in Boston. Okay. Yes, I do remember uh, 
Michael Keaton was not the main on that one, right? No, uh, I don't know. It was, again, it was an ensemble, so I don't know well, if he was the it's, main, but it's, it's like it's he he was the editor in chief of that sec of the spotlight section of the Boston Globe. So uh, yeah, I don't know if he had the most airtime on the on screen. It might have been like the investigative reporters. But he was like the but leader. He, but he played yeah he played the boss. He's like the Captain Kragen if you if you're for all the SVU fans. Oh okay, what you're saying. Yeah, he's like okay. So he he's, he plays that guy. Go ahead. Um. But I was gonna I was gonna make a connection between if if you're if between okay, I was gonna uh, say real quick yep. real quick mine, mine's quick so between the founder Michael Keaton and the founder and Michael Keaton in Spotlight both of those movies are stories that are based on a true story but it was very impressive how they pulled off a, like a movie based on relatively not entertaining uh, an evolution of events. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like it yeah. just seemed kind of either mundane or you you missed it. Yeah, you're like, how is this story gonna be compelling? Yeah, but and they made they it interesting. Were, yeah. All right. Well, cool. I'm gonna cut this so that uh, we can we can get on with our our days. But it was good catching up with you guys again. It's been a it's been a minute. 